Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio with one of the leading specialists and foremost authorities in healthy techniques in relationships. Learn why honor, beauty, leadership, and self-help is important for your empowerment. Get practical information on why you attract your opposite with balancing self-love and health. Also, listen to proven strategies to avoid major interrelationship mistakes that keep you bonded and push people away. Now, here's your relationship specialist and host, Daia Six. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, beautiful people? What's going on? How are you? Okay, you guys, we have a lot going on. I'm going to share with you guys something right quick. You guys know what? I'm not feeling good. This is kind of rare for me, right? Let me tell you what happened. My kids got sick first, right? Especially my little one. My little one, when he gets sick, I mean, he is coughing and just, oh, I just feel so sorry for that little throat of his. And He comes to me. He goes, Mommy, I'm not feeling good. So I said, well, you know what to do. I said, you're not feeling good. Let Mommy make you some homemade soup. But he wanted meat in it. And I said, no, no meat. We're just going to make homemade soup with great vegetables. You guys, listen, I make good homemade soup without meat. Do you understand? Just to tell you how great my vegetables are. When people come over to my home, I have my girlfriends who have children. And a lot of times their children don't want vegetables. So I said, well, no, let me just put a little vegetables on their plate. And then, of course, we force the child to eat the vegetables. And do you know I haven't had not one child eating my vegetables that did not ask for a second helping? That's how great my vegetables are, okay? (laughs) So I've been cooking vegetables for a very long time, so I have perfected them. So anyways, he gets sick. He's coughing. He missed uh, basketball practice, you know, the whole nine. And the only reason why his cold lasts so long, because you guys know I have so many remedies over here that actually work. Okay, he goes um, and not only did he do it, but my other son did this, too. I said, well, go get the hydrogen peroxide and let's go ahead and dose your um, your um, oxygen up in your body. So my little one goes, huh? I said, go get the hydrogen peroxide. So he takes the hydrogen peroxide. He only takes one dose. So I said, okay, what do you want to eat? He wanted chicken nuggets from McDonald's. And you guys, I never eat at McDonald's, okay? So he goes, well, I just want pizza. I said, okay, if I order you pizza, your immune system is going to drop. You know what he chose? He chose pizza, of course. So his immune level dropped all the way to the floor. I mean, my baby was floored like the next day. Do you understand? And I told him, I said, if you eat this pizza and you come to me and tell me that you're sick, mommy don't want to hear it. Mom, I don't care. I said, okay, you say that now. So he was floored, you guys. (laughs) He was floored. And his immune system dropped. He's sniffing. He's bedridden. He's, uh, uh, I mean, he's coughing every minute. I, I timed it. And he was coughing every minute and he caught it from my oldest. So I go, he comes to me, he goes, mommy, I'm not feeling good. I said, I don't want to hear it. Turn around, walk out my room. You guys know how much energy that took for me to deny my child. But I was trying to teach him a lesson. And no, he's not four or five. He's getting ready to be 11 years old. So I'm trying to teach him how to be responsible for his health. So when it all boils down to it, I end up catching a little bit because who is he under coughing and whose bed is he coughing on? Whose couch is he coughing on? Mommy's, of course. So I got something, you guys. And yesterday my throat was on fire. I mean, and when I tell you whatever was in my throat was growing like outrageously, like it was just growing. I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting ready to come down with this cold. So what did I do? 
I dosed up on hydrogen peroxide, the H2O2. Now, I don't want you guys going to CVS talking about um, Daia. Yeah, I got hydrogen peroxide from CVS. That's not it. <laughs> okay, that's not it. It is H2O2. I get it from um, Rene Castillo, who said he's going to come on the show. I have to call him, you guys. But he said he's going to come on to the show. And he has this. And so what hydrogen peroxide does is it creates oxygen into your bloodstream, of course, into your body. So remember, when you have lots of oxygen in your body, uh, nothing can exist. So what happens when I taste this, when I took this uh, hydrogen peroxide? I took a little bit of it. First, I just had a very low dose, but then when my, and nothing really was happening, you know what I mean? So I said, well, let me go ahead and up my dose because I can take about 25, I'm thinking 25, um, 25 drops. Let me tell y'all something. I went ahead and drank that hydrogen peroxide, that H2O2, and automatically my God darn throat stopped. Like it started, it stopped burning, it stopped hurting. So now I'm just kind of go, going over. But anyways, let's talk about what's going on with today's show. Um, we have a guest, you guys. And Roy, thank you so much. See, I have the best producer on this. I have the best producer in the world, you guys. Um, y'all know I'm always talking about Roy, but um, we didn't have um, our guest on and Roy makes stuff happen. Do you understand? So let me tell you guys what we're going to talk about today. Today's topic, I know, because I'll just be rambling on, is your relationship with age stigma. Ooh, 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 this is a big one. You know, why are we caught up in what age or shall I say what age we should be doing things? Who told us to do that? You know, and one thing that I'm going to ask my guests is, if you think it's true that age ain't nothing but a number, age ain't nothing but a number, right? And they were going to talk about it because we have, we, you know, we have all these stigmas on where we should be in life. And are we mentally hindering ourselves, right? And automatically hindering ourselves physically. Mm, I don't know, you guys, but we're going to talk about it because we have a returning guest who's qualified for this delicious topic. Okay, stay for a second and find out who this amazing being is. And also, we have a Dear Daya letter from a young man named Charles who says he turned 18 and he thought that he was going to be out of his mother's home. <laughs> so he's wondering why are not my mother's house. Charles, we're going to help you with that. And lastly, we will sneak in a little information about the stigma with depression. Hmm? That's a big one right here. Anyways, Roy. Let's make this show move, shall we? Yeah, so I want to know, does stigma happens at any age? Mm, something to think about. Mm. But we have another opinion on the show now. So last time this guest was here, he talked about his bestseller, Finding Your Amazing Five Steps to Transformation. If you guys missed that, you can go to HRTRadio.com and listen to that, which we all know is on Amazon. I believe it's still on Amazon. We're going to have to ask him. So we have decided to have him back again because we just can't get enough of this man's mind. You know what? You guys know I bring like the most positive disruptors on this show. You know me by now. So joining us to speak about age stigma recognized by his coaching skills, which bring out the best in people, Right. You guys, help me welcome back our returning guest, best-selling author and personal development leader, Mr. Mioko Taylor. Mr. Taylor, how you doing? <laughs> I am fabulous, D. How are you? How are you? 
I am absolutely amazing. You know, when you wanted to have me on a second time, I, I, I jumped at the opportunity. I just love you. I love your show. And oh. love the positive energy. I was just back here listening. Like, that. if I didn't know you, you would be the type of person I would want to get to know. Oh, Miyoko, you just made my heart jump out of my blue shirt. Thank you so much. You're <laughs> but so you know welcome. What? But you know what? I feel the same way about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we came, when you came onto the show... I was like, oh, my God, I got to have him back because you were so refreshing in your approach, you know, and and, and I'm not even going to lie. You know, I did a sneak peek because I did a face reading on you because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen, and the reason why I did that, OK, is because a lot of people will come on the show. And then they will try to say that they're about this life and about that life. And then when I look mm -hmm. up into their face, I go, oh, but you're not. Because, you know, we self-diagnose right. ourselves all the time. So when I saw, so I was like, oh, yeah, I said, Miyoko is cool. We can definitely have lunch and dinner one day, you know, go out and just chill because you are just an absolute wonderful being. And I appreciate your energy and all the energy that you give here to this universe. So thank well, you very thank much. thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm, not a problem. So, you know, when I caught you, I said, you know what? When I have this man on the show, what are we going to talk about? And you came up with the perfect topic which I think a lot of people don't really talk about. And so let's get into this. Well, you know, before we get into it, because you were on a show, what, maybe about a year and a half ago, I think, maybe about a year, a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. I want to know what's new with me, Oko. I want to get in your business a little bit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, let me in, let January. me in, Oko. Look, this, this past January, I got married. Um, Get out so of here! What's her name? What's her so, name? Her, my wife's name is Tamara. Tamara, um, Tamara's coming out. We're yeah. gonna have to have lunch. Tamara, you, we're gonna have to have lunch. You got to share Miyoko with me for about 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> I want you guys. I want you guys energy. You know, because I'm pretty sure that she is a wonderful being. Um, you know, she. You know, we mirror our spouse, our, our spouse, our lovers, and you know the whole nine. So to, I have a cousin named Tamara too, and she's a sweetheart. So Tamara, come on, share your husband. Share your husband. Come on to Los Angeles. <laughs> we'll all go out and have some lunch. <laughs> what else? What What else is up with you? So other than that, it's it's the, the topic of discussion for today. It's just really been on my mind for the past, mm -hmm. I want to say, year and a half, probably since we last were on the, I was, I was last on the show. Mm -hmm. And it was actually personally affecting me. And I remember laying in bed one day because um, I, I just had a down day. And these are things that people in personal development, quote unquote, gurus, they never really talk about. They always talk about their rock bottom to their success, right? But what about the in-between? What about the present? You know, what you go through every single day. And I was just having a, a down day, you know, and I was in my bed, and I'm like, you know what? Where are these thoughts and these emotions coming from? Mm -hmm. And I immediately traced it back to thoughts of, you know, I wanted to accomplish a particular thing by a certain age. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yep. wow, I didn't even know that thought was even there. Mm -hmm. And I really started to think about it. I said, where did this come from? And... As I started to really dwell on it, it's just like, oh, my God. So, of course, I, I coached, kind of coached myself back into, you know, balance. And I started acting, asking some of my other clients and friends, colleagues, people, everybody I knew um, yeah. in regards to age. Stay connected with DIA6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques. Right here on Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio.
bringing information your doctors, friends, and parents can't tell you. Only on HRT Radio. Attention ladies, have you ever wanted to create a successful platform and a voice for yourself? Do you believe in leadership, diversity, and equality? If you're between the ages of 18 to 30, by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant invites you. Come compete and represent your country in the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty. And the first to do it globally. Teach the world while serving your community. Imagine yourself being the planet's Miss Indigenous. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Go to MissIndigenous.com and apply now. Need relationship advice? Send your letter to Dear Daia, your relationship column. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Toginet Radio. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Because, you know, shoot, I don't. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. You guys, we're back with me, Uncle Taylor, right? And uh, we were, we came up on a break just so quick and so fast. I wasn't even paying attention to Roy, and Roy was doing something else. So, me, Uncle, you know, you got to leave off. You got to uh, talk about where we left off. You remember? I sure do. So, okay. So, I was at the place where, you know, after discovering these thoughts about age, you know, in my own personal life, I, I started asking all my colleagues, you know, business owners, clients, and, you know, the majority of them said, I wish I were further off or I wish I were better off, you know, at this point in my life. And then I would ask them why. And then the next sentence out of everybody's mouth was because by age such and such, mm-hmm. I should have accomplished this by now. And right. then that's when I realized that, you know, this is bigger than my own thoughts. This is something that maybe potentially astronomical. And that's when I started to do a lot of research. And I'm like, the majority of people today feel as though they should have accomplished a particular thing in their life Mm -hmm. by a certain age. Yeah. And this is why a lot of people's dreams die, why they are not consistent in pursuing something they're passionate about, because society has placed a stigma and the media and all these things on age that says, you know what, if you're 50 or 55 or 60 or 30 or 35, this is what you should have accomplished by now. Yeah. This is the measuring stick for the goals that you want to achieve in your life. And it, this is so far from the truth, but this has got – what it's done for a lot of people is it's created limiting beliefs because that is a limiting belief, um, yes, by the way. Is. Yes, you it know, is. That, and this is why a lot of women when they turn age 30 – they're not married. They're freaking out. They're not having children. They're freaking out because mm-hmm. somebody along the way said by age 30, this is what you should have achieved in your life. Yeah. So we live life setting our goals and our standards by what everybody else thinks. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest things. Whenever somebody comes to me for coaching, I don't care what problem you say you have. I need to know how much of your life is dicta- dictated or determined by the thoughts of someone else. Because a lot That's of us powerful. Are- Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. That has to sit in right there. That is so powerful, Miyoko. 
because it so it, I mean, like literally how, how many times do we even think about that? Okay. Well, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I had to do that because I know, you know, that was an overwhelming sentence, <laughs> but, but you know, so, it's, it's, but it's automatic. It's automatic. Yeah. It's something that we do out of habit because it was something that that's been ingrained in us since we were children. Yeah. Growing yep. up, we are mm-hmm. we are taught by society, by media, by other people, sometimes even our parents yep. or our guardians mm-hmm. to look at what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't fit in that mold or if you're not balanced or blended in that particular aspect of society, then something is wrong. You're not mm-hmm. doing something right. Yeah. So that's the first thing I do. I, I and they don't know I'm doing this, but I'm I'm just analyzing as they go. You know, I'm listening and I'm listening for certain words, certain thoughts, certain triggers, behaviors, ideas, because I need to know how much of your life right now is being controlled by the thoughts of someone else. Because most people are living on recycled thoughts. They're not even their thoughts. They were they were implanted just like somebody surgically implants something in somebody's body. That's that's what people have done. That's what society has done. They have implanted this limiting belief in you that says, hey. You know what? I'm 50. I'll never be in as good a shape as I was in at 30. It's not true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really not. Mm-hmm. There's some people that are 50 years old that are in the best shape of their life. I know, and was in better shape, even sometimes mentally, than they were in their 20s. And to tell you the Absolutely. truth, if a lot of people, you know, and, you know, one thing that we learn um, at HMI, um, um, you know, you guys know that I'm a hypnotherapist. So of course, I deal with the, you know, the, the structure of the mind and how it works. And there has been many studies that stated that an individual who is 60. Now, most of the time when we hit 60, everybody thinks a lot of things are over. But mm-hmm. the way the the way the brain is designed. And the way it creates a pathway for success, this is so beautiful. Every time I every time I talk about this, my mouth salivates, okay? At 60 years old, the brain reconstructs itself and renew itself with cells and enzymes so far greater than when you were when you were in your 20s. Wow. So you're, yeah, so you are more <laughs> likely to be in your creativity in your 60s than you were in your 30s and your 20s, which people think is their prime. But in reality, you have to say to yourself, hmm. If the brain is doing all this at 60 and the body does whatever the brain tells it, my question is, you know, um, uh, 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 is, is the whole body rejuvenating itself? You know, so those are things that when I tell you, you know, all those senior citizens that 60 years old, you know, I'm too old for that. I'm too old for that. No. Why are you too old for anything? And who was that? KFC? Didn't he start at 60? Oh, yeah. You know, even Sanders. though, yeah, even though I, even though I found out he got that recipe from a sister, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's all good. But, um, but he started the business at sixty, and he was getting ready to commit suicide. You know, so I get what you're saying. Age stigma is very crazy. You know, it's it's all a mindset problem, mm-hmm. and that's what people don't understand. If you fix your mind. And this goes for me or anybody else because this is a consistent process. You don't always have this balanced mind. There's life uh, events, things that happen that throw our mindset out of whack. So this is a consistent everyday practice. But getting rid of those limiting beliefs, you know, when it comes to age, that's Mm -hmm. what's really going to transform your life. Because otherwise – and this is what people don't understand. And since you're like a fellow hypnotherapist, right? Mm -hmm. So this is what a lot of people don't understand. And I'll use the example for for money. 
let's say you want to earn six figures a year. That's the that's the hot word right now. It's seven right. figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say your mindset doesn't even believe that statement, and you're writing this goal down, saying, you know what, I want to make earn six figures, but you have a twenty five thousand dollar a year mindset. Mm-hmm. You're not reading mm-hmm. any books. You're yep. not making sure you get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm I'm hitting myself on the head when I say this sometimes too. You're not getting yeah. enough sleep. You're not doing the things that you need to do. Yeah. Um, how do you expect to achieve that goal? It's yeah. just words. It's just words and numbers on a paper. Yeah. So the same thing with this age stigma. If you're trying to lose weight at 35, or if you're trying to find the love of your life at 40. Um, and you want to have that family. If inside of your mind you believe because you're 40 years old, you're past your prime, your time has passed, you know what's going to happen? You're going to attract that energy into your life. You Mm -hmm. will never, ever, and I want everybody to understand this, you will never, ever, ever be in that relationship that you want if you have that mindset. It's just the way that it works. You are going to attract exactly what your mind, whatever your mindset is in alignment in is what you are going to attract. It used mm-hmm. to sound so corny to me yeah. um, before I knew any of this stuff, but I'm yeah. telling you, this is the truth. It is. It is the exact truth. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is so, that is so, and listen, my son came to me the other day and he said, um, he goes, mom, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur like you. I said, right on kid. And, and I found out that he did a um, a test at school. He didn't want to be like dad. He wanted to be like mom. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my gosh. So they were like, you know, he wrote all this fantastic stuff about me. They were like, we have to meet his mom. Who is his mother? Right. So they showed me what my <laughs> son had written. And I was, when I tell you, I melted as his mother. I said, oh my goodness. I had no idea that he was paying attention. Mm-hmm. So he came to me not too long ago, because he's, you know, he's a senior now, he's getting ready to graduate from high school. And he says, now, how am I going to make this money, mom? Right? And I said, well, let's figure out what you want to do. You get an A, B, C, D, and E. So let's, let, let, let's, let's figure out which one you want to do. So he goes, okay, I'm ready to start. And he said this to me about three, four months ago, right? And so I said, I keep telling him, son, when are you going to start? Oh, mom, I am. I am. Son, when are you going to stop? Mom, I am. I am. So he comes to me the other day and he goes, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. I said, you are. I said, I believe you. But what if it doesn't happen until you're 60? And he says, well, wh- huh? Mom, come on. You're supposed to be. He said, mom, you're supposed to be positive. Supposed-. I said, I understand I'm supposed to be positive, but I'm also supposed to be real. I said, I'm looking at your behavior and all you do is you have the habits of someone that will never become a millionaire until they're 60 right. if they try. I right. said, because you are on the TV all day long. You're on social media. I said, do you ever see me watch anything? I'm trying to listen, Miyoko. I'm trying to catch up with the Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> Trying to catch up oh the my goodness! Don't let it suck you in. <laughs> <laughs> I already did. And everybody's like, "It's back on, it's back on." But guess what? I can't take the time to catch up and and look at those episodes because I have too much to do. We're doing too much here on the on the show, and right. and then I got this pageant coming up. So it's like, heck no. But I appreciate your mind when it comes to that. But my question is, when you ask certain people, you know, about their beliefs and how much of their beliefs belong to anyone else. How many of them are aware and let alone even honest about it? Um, I've had one client that was was fighting me on that. But Uh it's kind of funny because she admitted like, oh, I knew where you were going when you first asked me. Um, But most people do not know that they are living based on someone else's thoughts. 
someone else's dreams, someone else's hopes, uh, someone else's expectations. Yeah. And yeah. I just I just want to throw this alarming statistic in because a lot of people, you know, like your son, say they want to be a millionaire. They want to be entrepreneurs and all these different things. Mm-hmm. The average Fortune 500 CEO reads three to five books a month. Yes. Three to five books a month. Mm-hmm. OK. Mm-hmm. The average person in America reads one book a year. Right. If that. And, yes. And what's mm-hmm. even more alarm, alarming 60% of those people never make it past the first chapter. Yes. That's <laughs> so true. So that is so true. Uh-huh. That's a behavior that is not in alignment with the things that you want. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, um, and we'll kind of throw get back to the age stigma in a second, but I really feel the need to say this. Like some people say that they have a goal, like they want to make a million dollars. They want to... Um, be a social media influence, want to be all doctor, lawyer, whatever you want to be, right? But the question you want to ask yourself is, are you interested in that goal or are you committed to it? Because there's a very big difference. Mm -hmm. There are some things that I say I want to do and I realize, eh, I'm interested in it. If it happens, it happens. If not, eh. But the things that I want for my life, the goals that that I set for my life, I'm driven by those. I'm committed yeah. I'm doing whatever it takes to make that happen. So I mm-hmm. think that's the thing that people want to ask themselves. And, and that's kind of what I cover too, you, because you got to know, you got to be committed to this thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You got to yeah. be committed. Mm-hmm. But the problem is what, how do you know what you need to be committed to if you don't really know what it is that you want and how can you know what you want if you're living a life based on someone else's design? Mm-hmm. Based on someone else's design and the lack of experience. Well, guess what, you guys? We are getting ready to come up on another break. Okay, we got to pay these bills. I know sometimes people are like, ugh, commercials, but guess what? <laughs> we need them here. <laughs> All right? So, you guys, when we come back more with Miyoko Taylor, I love the fact that I don't have to correct you on anything and that you can hold the show. <laughs> I love that. You know what I mean? Seriously, you guys, stay tuned. We'll be back with more Miyoko Taylor with this age stigma thing. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. Stay with us. Stay connected with Daia 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Love, beauty, diversity, and relationship awareness on HRT Radio. Attention, ladies. Would you like to create a platform for your success? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Intelligence, a leader, or trendsetter? What about a queen? Well, if you're between the ages of 18 to 30 by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant is looking for you to come represent your country. It's the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty and the first to do it globally. Come create value and make a difference while serving your community. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Beat the early bird deadline. Go to www.missindigenous.com. Apply now.
Get your music heard. Get your music heard. Get your music heard. On HRT Radio Rotation. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Well, it's all good. This is your floor, Roy. You're my host. You're my co-host. Uh, um, uh, Miyoko, you're my co-host today. <laughs> okay. And, and you know, it's right on time because I have this sore throat, you know, and it's like, uh, I mean, it's not sore anymore, but it's just, it's sensitive. I got rid of this sore throat in through, what is it? Two hours and two hours, Miyoko. Okay. I'm gonna have oh, to wow. put you up on game what I use. Okay. So check this out. Um, Miyoko. Yeah. So where can people find you? Besides HRT Radio, because you are up on our site as well. But where can people find you if they want to see you, man? They can find me on www.miyokotaylor.com. And that's M is in Mary, E-I-Y-O-K-O-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. And at, at Miyoko Taylor on Instagram and Thriving After 30 on Instagram, too. And that's Thriving After the Number 30 dot, uh, dot com. So Ooh. they can find me on those two uh, those two channels. Let's talk about that, Thriving After 30. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We can can definitely talk about that. That's perfect, Thriving After 30. I mean, I was Thriving After 30. Well, and so so am I. So it's the the misrepresentation that everything goes downhill from here. Yeah. I mean, that's, and and that's another, you know, societal view on age. Mm -hmm. Um. But I, I feel like there's people out there that are saying, you know what, all this is well and good. I have limiting beliefs, all that stuff. I need to change that. Um, but how do I change? I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people tell you that you need to change and tell you um, the area you know, of change that's needed. But they don't really tell you how. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think if somebody were to ask myself that, the first thing I would tell them is there's usually a root Mm-hmm. To, there's a root to everything. Your biggest issue is buried underneath the surface, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens is somewhere along the way, whether it be in our childhood or adulthood, uh, something happens. It's an experience, a situation, a circumstance. And what it does is those doubts that we already have, it gives mm-hmm. us, it gives those fears, those doubts, those insecurities their power. Yeah. And we carry them throughout our entire lives. Like I talk to so many people all the time. Um, and just, just an example, I, I have a client and I told her, I said, look, I said, once we get to the root, everything's going to change for you. But we haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. We have to continue to keep digging. And I asked her one question in regards to we were talking about self-worth. And I said, can you remember a circumstance to where you felt like your self-worth, your self-worth was first question. And when I asked her that, it was an instance back in elementary school. And Mm. from elementary school, she carried this particular belief about herself. Like she had to prove herself to the world that she wasn't this particular type of person. Yeah. And this happened all the way in elementary school and she is 40 years old. Mm. And that just that just goes to show you how powerful an experience or a situation 
can be and you can carry throughout your entire life. So yeah. I would say somebody, how do I change? We need to go to the source of why you're continuing to participate in these behavior behaviors, why you consistently think that because you're this age, things aren't going to work. Yeah, you can blame it on society because they definitely do play their part. But there's something else there that is contributing to the belief that this is the way that it is. Yeah. So you have to find that. So I would tell anybody, you've got to got to think back on when you really first experienced this. And most people will say, I don't know. I haven't don't have any idea what it is, is they the fear keeps them from really wanting to dig. Yeah. Once they get past that and they start digging, they really discover, oh, my God, I was five years old. And this experience is what caused me to really doubt myself and doubt different aspects of the world. So sometimes it really takes that digging, that peeling that onion back. So if you really want to change, that's where you start because it's always something. There's always an anchor to your behavior. Always. Always. Well, you know what I'm going to ask you. You ready for this? Let's go. (laughs) My question is, can you remember a stigma you had that you would like to share with the audience that may have hindered you or brought up some type of barrier that you broken through? Oh, absolutely. And it's so funny because people, Uh people cringe when I talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. When I was younger, um, I've always been entrepreneurial. I started out in the financial services industry. Um, you know, young black kid. I used to go to all these networking events and, there was a lot of people that didn't look like me. Yeah. And I felt that I didn't belong there because of the color of my skin and because of my my upbringing, you know, um, traditionally in our culture sometimes. Yeah. There are stigmas when it comes to that. Yeah. You know, the, the, the nice suit, the expensive tie, that mm-hmm. wasn't for us. Yeah. You know, that's for other people and not for us. So I didn't realize I had this particular limiting belief until I started to excel in my career and I started to be around people and I got really uncomfortable and I'm like, man, I'm an extrovert, man. I talk to everybody like what's going on. And then that's when I realized like, wow, I didn't feel like that I was worthy enough to be in this room. Mm. And I really had to, that in itself was painful because I had no idea I was doing that. Um, But I really had to work on that. And that was, that was a limiting belief. That was a, that was a stigma um, that was there, but history contributed to it, mm-hmm. you know, based yep. on slavery and all the yep. segregation, and all those things. So that was the anchor for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I'm going to, sh- I'm going to share one of mine. Go ahead. Go for it. I had one, right. I had one when I was in junior high. I would never forget. There was this guy, let's just call him Derek. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to call him Derek. That's his real name. No, I'm just playing. No, no, his name is Derek. But check this out. He was, um, he looked at me one day in junior high. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think about this all the time and I say, thank God for my mother uh, because, uh, she always taught me, she was like, Oh, you, you and your sister, you guys are going to be so beautiful. You know, girls grow up and they want to be beautiful. And my mother used to always say, oh, you're not going to need any makeup. And, you know, she used to feed this stuff into our heads. And I didn't believe her for a very long time. But there was this one guy in junior high. 
And he looked at me, he tilted his head, and he said, you know what? And I was like, what's up? He said, you're the ugliest black girl in this school. Wow. And I was like, duh. <laughs> I was like, whoa. But then you know what corrected that? I, my, my, there was this guy that entered into the school that same year. Mm-hmm. And he was the buffest guy in the whole school. All the girls wanted him. Mm-hmm. And guess who his first girlfriend was in that school? <laughs> Me. So I didn't. But so thank God for that. Thank God for my mother. So I was like, mm-hmm. he don't know what he's right. talking about. You know what I mean? Right. And those are just, you know, just, you know, when it comes to these stigmas, you know, that could have created some type of, you know, mental depression for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which but, but, actually, go ahead. But you know what the the amazing thing, whether you realize it or not, the power in what you said is that there was proof to show yeah. you otherwise. Yeah. That guy was proof. Yeah. To why that wasn't true. Yeah. Why that wasn't uh-huh. really a reality. Yeah. And oftentimes, a lot of people, we don't search for that proof. We Sometimes don't. the proof is there. We don't look for mm-hmm. it though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because it's, yeah. it's easier to to be honest, it's easier to be negative. It's easier to say, I can't. I won't. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. Maybe this is not for me. I might not. Yeah. I may have all these words that are just disempowering to us because it keeps us from trying. It keeps us from getting out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And that's another big thing when it comes to this whole age stigma. There are so many variables surrounding by this that gives it its fuel and it all circles back to fear. Yeah. It all this, circles back to fear. Yeah. And the age stigma is so tough and so rough that it actually brings depression. And this is why I want to bring up this clip. Roy, do we have time for it? It's this clip that kind of gets on the surface. Okay. Kind of gets on the surface of, you know, let's just play it and then we'll talk about it, Miyoko. I think the stigma around mental illness is diminishing. Uh, There's a lot more about it in the popular press, more um, in the media, on TV. Uh, There's more acceptance in general that mental illness is the same as any type of medical illness or physical illness. If we look at uh, people from previous generations who uh, grew up in the uh, 20s, the 30s, the 40s, (laughs) there was certainly uh, less understanding of mental mental illness in, in general. It wasn't always accepted. It was uh, swept under the carpet. I think with misunderstanding comes fear. And uh, people often will feel very scared about mental health problems. But this idea of being able to control oneself, control one's thoughts and, and emotions. Psychiatry is a relatively new science. It's a relatively new part of medicine, medicine as compared to the other things like cardiology or respirology or gastroenterology. Uh, so it's relatively new. The breakthroughs keep, keep happening. There's a lot more that, we've, that we understand. Still for the last 50 years, the breakthroughs have been incredible. But we're still far behind other fields. Uh, but certainly that there's an increasing recognition uh, in general that, that mental health problems are, are not just a, a weakness, that it's a personal deficiency of some sort. There's a recognition now that you just can't get over it. If you have a bona fide medical illness, um, it requires intervention. People would never tell you just to get over a stroke or get over a heart attack. You'll be okay, just be stronger. That, 
that doesn't happen. With mental illness, that's been something that people have uh, said, and uh, I'd like to think that that's diminishing. It requires a lot of education. People need to understand more about it, and it's really important that healthcare providers um, give that education to clients and their caregivers. And you know what? I have to agree with that because when it comes to stigmas and when you're not good at hobbies or you have these huge um, ideas of where you should be, it's so easy for it to cause a depression. And a lot of times, one thing that I want to say is that it will create physical calamity, you guys. So you're and, 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 and this is so important because when we're talking about how the mind works and how your mind is tr- tricked because it's, it's, it's a mirror of judgment. There we go. Ah, that feels good to me. It's a mirror of judgment. And one thing I want you guys to remember is that stomach is the judgment center. So your mind power of judgment is located in the pit of your stomach in the center of the solar plexus region of the body. Okay. And remember wrong use of judgment Power causes all kinds of stomach trouble as well as related ills or, uh, uh, you know, any any kind of entire, you know, and and this is um, this is related to your um, entire abdominal uh, region, you guys. All right. So this is why we have to extremely be careful on the stigmas that we put on ourselves. But guess what, Miyoko? We come into a break again. So when we come back, we still got the Dear Diet letter. And you guys get to learn Miyoko Taylor because we've got a little game that we're going to play. Stay tuned. Stay connected with DIA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Healthy Relationship Talk Radio, home to the best positive disruptors. We got to keep it 100 around here on HRT Radio. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. With the days getting darker and colder, you may find that your energy is waning. It's tempting to have another cup of coffee or an energy drink. But remember, the number one way to boost your energy is through exercise. There are over 70 studies proving that people who train consistently report surges in energy. Exercise gets your blood circulating throughout your body. It also transports oxygen throughout your body and it causes your brain to pour out invigorating neurotransmitters like dopamine. All three forms of exercise, cardiovascular, strength training, and stretching increase your energy. So the next time you feel your energy fleeing, Don't reach for that caffeinated drink. Instead, put on your exercise shoes and treat yourself to an invigorating and energizing workout. I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. All right, you guys. So we are back with the wonderful and brilliant minded Miyoko Taylor. And um, well, before we get into this Dear Diane letter, Miyoko, touch a little bit on the um, what was the book that you said? What was it? 30 and what was it? 
Thriving After 30. Thriving Thriving After after 30. 30. What made you even come up with that? I know. Go ahead. I feel like it's 30 is like that that age where everything, I believe, it starts. It usually starts around like 25, 26. You start to really assess your life. I think 30 is that age where you have more heightened awareness. You start to look at look at what you've done in your life thus far. You really start to search for deeper meaning. Yeah. Because um, usually in your 20s, man, we're still running around and yeah. thinking life is grand and we're, you know, yeah. we're going to live forever and all that good <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. But once you start getting closer to 30, it's just like, hey, you know, I got to get my stuff together. Like, what am I really doing with my life? What is life? What is the meaning of life? And, you know, I think it's the perfect time to really – um, since you're so self-aware, really start to tap into what you should be doing from a mental, spiritual, mm-hmm. emotional, physical, professional level um, yeah. where you can truly thrive, you know. Yeah. Um, so seeing people in their 40s, 50s and 60s, you know, accomplish what they want to accomplish and pursue their passions. I mean, it, it energizes me. I think it's an amazing thing when you start to believe that it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, you can achieve great things, you know, until you cease to breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, every day is is a day where you can do something amazing. Um, And that's what Thriving After 30 is is truly all about. You know, um, I'm excited for the brand. Um, I actually, you know, hopefully in October we can Uh hang out and have lunch. I should be in California. Um, Unless that changes, I have to do a course with uh, Shauna and Lou Ferrigno, and I'm excited about that. So that's a project that I'm working on. With, right, with a couple right. of other projects. So um, I'm really excited about it. All right. That sounds wonderful. But you're always doing good things. You know what I'm saying? That's why this platform will always be a place for you, Miyoko. I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> ah, it so that's much. Yeah. Okay. So, um... I don't know too much about the 30 thing because I'm not there yet. I haven't crossed the 30-year-old threshold yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there soon. No, I'm just playing. Okay, so let's get into this Dear Diane letter. You ready? Okay. Okay, so he says, Dear Diane, my name is Charles, and I am am an 18-year-old male who graduated from high school in 2018. I'll be 19 this summer in June. I had a great year and appreciated everything my mother has done for me. However... Anytime you hear however, you kind of say, okay, well, what didn't you, (laughs) what is it that you're not agreeing with? Okay, here we go. He says, however, I've always believed in being a man by having enough money to take care of myself and help my mother where I see fit. I thought by this time, almost reaching 19, he is so cute. I will be out of my mother's house and making things happen. I have a job, but it just isn't enough to pay bills on my own. I also have a girlfriend who has a job. She makes enough, but it just isn't enough to pay the bills. I am currently helping my mother with some bills, so I barely have enough to save and get my own place. What can I do to move out of my mom's home and become independent? Charles. Oh, how nice. This is a cutie. First of all, I think (laughs) his name is Charles, right? Charles, yeah. Charles, you are awesome for one. Um, To just have the mindset. Uh But but what I'm going to tell you, man, is slow down. (laughs) Yes. Slow down, man. You're, you're, You're 19 years old. Let me tell you. And I'm not condoning this. No. If you screwed up. For the next eight years, you'd be 27. You're still, mm-hmm. you're still young. Still young. So, so I'm saying that to say, 
And, and another statement you made, you said being a man and, and, you know, taking care of bills and all the other stuff. Yeah. There is so much more to being a man than to be able to pay bills, man. What about um, integrity? What about what about having integrity? That's like that's right. the highest on my list. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Learning um, how integ- to love integrity, um, mental, emotional stability, mm-hmm. all those things, you know, mm-hmm. encompass a man. So so don't. And this is what we're talking about, society. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll just being able say to that pay the bills and bring home the bacon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Um, that's mm-hmm. a man is more than that, and mm-hmm. and I have to stick up for for my for my women because mm-hmm. sometimes the women make more than the man. I mean, yeah. that's just the, yeah. the society we live in. So, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, you are way too young to be stressing yourself out mm-hmm. about these particular things. Enjoy your youth. Learn what you can read. As we said earlier, continue to read books, do what you can. And what you'll see is gradually, you know, gradually you'll start to increase every aspect of your life. You're, you're too in a hurry. And I, 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 part of that, I blame that on a lot of the things that we see on social media, Mm -hmm. um, in the, and on television, Mm -hmm. it's not an instant overnight success. You know, I wish I want to commend you again, because I wish I thought like you at 19. Yeah, seriously. You know, no, you really seriously. have a great head on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and you know what? I want to say something, Miyoko, because the question is what I want to ask him is what type, what type of experience do you have with paying bills? Because, see, when young people, when they're ready to move out their home, they think, OK, if I pay rent, I'm good. No, you got the electric, gas, food, water, phone bills, some appliances yes. and not all apartments are loaded with appliances. Then you got your personal hygiene products to talk, you know, to think about your clothes, uh, furniture, medical bills. And if you're driving a car, what about your car note? What about gas and right. any additional activities that you wish to do outside of home? So those. Those things are extremely important to know about. I teach my son, who is uh, Charles, who is around your age, and I have him go shopping. I have him shopping for sales. You know, get in the habit and get the experience of it as much as you can now where when all the because all the responsibility right now isn't falling on your shoulders. So if you want to gradually learn, then learn for real. <laughs> Don't just get out right. there and just jump, you know, learn for real. And the fact that you have your mom and she is um, allowing you to help with some bills, hopefully she's allowing you to look at the bills and showing how to budget and pay those bills correctly. Because my mother taught me a great way of paying bills. And I'm going to share it with you, Charles, right quick. So I will, let's say I pay a gas bill. Let's say the gas bill is like $120, right? So if I pay, let's say I pay uh, maybe 100 on the bill. Every week, throughout that week, I pay another 20, another 20, another 20, just little chump change. So when it all boils down to it, now I have credit. So when your money is low, right, and it can be $10, it can be $5, it doesn't have to be 20 It's whatever you can, $3, whatever. When your money is low and you know, something happens where, you know, you're like, oh my God, I need this money for this. You can skip out on a bill now that you have credit. That is one thing that my mother taught me that I live by today. And a lot of people ask me, well, Diane, how do you do it as a single mom? I do it because I understand how to do it. So Charles, learn how to do it. Absolutely. Because a a lot of times what a lot of younger people will do is it, it's you're so much in a rush to take on all this responsibility because that's yeah. what people tell you you should be doing. Right. And then you get in and over your head and then you get in debt mm-hmm. and then you, you, you mess up credit. 
you know, you dig a pit for yourself and you don't yeah. have to go that route. So just take your time, young man. Can, like I said, learn, work on yourself, right? Read, develop yourself, start to learn what you're passionate about and what you're interested in and, and different ways that you can add to who you are. And I'll tell you, if you continue to do that consistently, you're not going to have to worry about not being able to pay bills. I promise right. you. Yep, I agree. Now, I want people to get to know you because, you know, we're running out of time. Miyoko, you and I can stay on this on these mics for like forever and, and, and talk and build off each other. This is good okay. stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. OK, so I want the I want the audience to get to know you. Right. And so we're getting ready to play a game right quick. Now, the game that we're getting ready to play. What is it called? Nye? Never have I ever. Never have I ever is what it's called. OK. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so you're so what you have to do is the name, you know, never have I ever. So, what you have to do is Nye is going to read you a line of information, and all you have to do is say, I have or I've never. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yep. On your mark, get said, go. Never have I ever taken food out of the trash and eaten it. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Number two. Place. I can't hear you. Taking place, Taking place in a talent show. Uh, I have. Made money by by performing on the streets. I have never. Flirted my way out of a speeding ticket. Never. Snoop through a friend's bathroom or bedroom without them knowing. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I flipped it. Oh, that's it. We're done. Is that uh, it, Roy? <laughs> Oh my God, Nye! What happens? Why you weren't? You can he can hear you. Speak into the mic. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, hear okay, that. yeah, it was probably too loud. Okay, but anyways, we got to know you a little bit. Okay, oh, that's so, funny. Ah, we got to know you just a little bit. Thank you, Miyoko, for that. You're so welcome. Yes, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Well, you guys, listen, this, we got Miyoko again. We had Miyoko again. He's blessed us with our presence. And unfortunately, we are at the end of this show. Can you believe that? I mean, time flies when you're having fun. And I you can't know, believe it's over. Uh, now that you are a, a newlywed, I'm going to have to bring you and, and your wife on. I want to hear this love story. You know this is the – Miyoko, you ask her, Okay. Because you know this is the love show. Yes, yes. And, and I know, like me, you know, I like getting into your business. You have good information, so I'm like, tell oh, me. Yeah. I want to know. Bring her. I'll, I'll get her. We could set it up. I'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. Because I want to know how you guys met. You know, you guys are newlyweds now, and it's like I love hearing shows like that. And not only that, but it helps and inspire all my listeners. You know, so I um I appreciate that. Okay, let me end this show. Okay, you guys. So. If you want more Miyoko, you guys can go to HRTRadio.com and tell them where else they can uh, get you, Miyoko. Uh, MiyokoTaylor.com or just research Thriving After 30. Um, I'm always available. Um, if you reach out to me via social media, I'll respond. It's not a bot or anything like that. It's me. And yeah. I look forward to talking to you. Yes, great heart. Great heart. We want to thank you, Miracle, for granting us you know, your time again. It's always a pleasure. Um, you all want to be turned on or do you guys want to be turned off? Well, guess what? If you want to be turned on, then meet me here again, same time, same place. And yes, the website is almost done. You guys, we are working, recoding. Thank God to Roy and Kenneth who are um, literally keeping the website stream going and we getting ready to have independent artists on the show. So we got a lot coming up. We just got to get all this coding and all this craziness together but anyways um follow me on facebook under uh oh 
Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Daya underscore six. See you guys later. Bye. I'm wishing everybody love, peace, truth, justice, and freedom. Thanks for listening to this week's Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Join us next week, same time, same place, as Daya continues to give practical tools for simple, healthy, face-to-face relationship living. Remember, relationships aren't hard if you have the proper tools to build you a solid foundation. Also, search for Healthy Relationship Talk Radio on Spreaker, iTunes, Facebook, and iHeartRadio. Get videos, live shows, and member access of HRT Community by visiting hrtradio.com.